0: Welcome to NeuroPro Education's Listen and Learn with Jay and Kay, where we challenge the status quo and add to what we know. I'm Jay.
1: And I'm Kay. And Jay, do you remember, it was just a few weeks ago, we were sitting and chatting about patients and you said, oh, I need to talk to you about a lady that has a really stiff leg. And I said, oh, good, because I have two of them. And at the end of that brief conversation, We decided it would be a good idea perhaps to have these conversations out loud so that anyone could listen in and think about the clinical problems we're thinking about so here we are this is the day and we're going to circle back and do some more straight talk about those straight legs it's such a common clinical picture isn't
0: it it sure is. I, I'm still working with those ladies, and um, you know, certainly the, the challenge I always find is whether it's you know, the question of decreased termination of a muscle like rectus femoris or gluteus maximus or uh, a force production problem in the hamstrings, biceps femoris short head, or, or whether it's even a, a length problem you know, in, in any of the muscles like the soleus or rectus femoris. What, what do you find is most helpful?
1: Well, I, I, without going back and doing a, you know, a full differential, I can tell you that over the years and over the patients I've worked with, with these stick legs, as I like to call them, it's almost universal that they have a tight rectus femoris. Mm. So, um, I, I mean, because that often is on my list of impairments, certainly looking at stretching rectus femoris is one of the priorities. And, you know, I always like to do everything in function, in an activity, in standing if possible, but it's one of those times when I just very often take someone, get them down on their bed, on their belly, and just see. Sometimes it's hard even to break through the extension when they're lying on their bed.
0: You know it's true I'm i'm curious to hear if you have any tips or tricks for that i i can totally relate to the standing dilemma i've been trying to my one lady likes to water her plants that she has down on the floor and so i've been trying to go down and to a lunge type position and try and get a bit of a stretch and that one wasn't bad although it's hard because then you're managing a lot of strength to be in a position like that and yeah and create a stretch while she's trying to function. And my other lady likes to step up and reach for things higher in the closet, for example. She's a short lady. And um, to try and get her in that forward lean and, and manage the pelvic alignment, it's really hard to sustain a stretch um, that's strong enough yeah. to make a difference. Tell me about your... There's, there's a lot
1: of resistance there, right? For sure. Yeah, So so I have two patients right now that they look like their legs came out of the same stroke mold. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so because their leg is so stiff and won't fold for swing phase of gait, um, they have to adapt another strategy to go with the stiff leg. Right. And very often I find it's it's rotation of the pelvis. So Post- when I like
0: meaning that they tend to rotate anteriorly and you want to try and promote a posterior rotation
1: i mean more in the horizontal plane i see it's a posterior rotation on the side that has the stiff leg because they they turn around to go get it right they're they're turning back to go get their stiff leg that won't fold up and come through so when i put them prone on a bed or a table depends on what your work setting is but i'm working in these patients homes, so i just take them to their bed put them on their belly um and even when i they're on their belly i could still see that posterior rotation right. of the pelvis so i figured out to get the best stretch on the rectus femoris i have them take the other leg the non-stroke leg oh, and put it up on the bed kind of in, well, I call it kind of a frog position.
0: Yeah, totally. Almost like a breaststroke with the one leg.
1: Yeah, so what happens then is when that leg goes up in frog position, it rotates the pelvis the opposite direction Mm. forward again. So then with the forward pelvis, I put the stretch on the rectus femoris then by just gradually bending the knee. Mm, I like that. It's it's not comfortable, well,
0: but it achieves the goal of a strong stretch to achieve length. After nice. you after you do the stretch, so as I've been working with my ladies, the you know the goal then of course is to use the range within function and back into gait. Yeah. And you know yeah. one of the other challenges I have is that it seems like if I break up the gait pattern, and they take the time to focus on relaxing now that limb and allowing that pre-swing knee flexion, they can eventually achieve that, even get rolling over the, the toes, achieving plantar flexion, and then adding on the step forward to initial contact. They can start to work through that, and with you know, slow gait pattern and repeated cueing, they continue to reproduce that reasonably well. But I find that as soon as we start to try and create some regular gait speed and momentum, that it deteriorates so quickly and we're right back into a stiff pattern, another straight leg. So give me some straight talk about what you do as you bring it back into the gate pattern.
1: Yeah, boy, I wish I had the straight answer about that because <laughs> I think the nervous system just goes back to what it's automated already. So I think it's like learning anything new. I think it has to stay slow in the beginning. And I, what I say to the patient is I want to really see them emphasize the, the hang. I call it the hang time. So right. after they've stepped forward with their better leg, And instead of that posterior rotation and the stiff leg, they're supposed to feel the hang there. I want them Mm -hmm. to feel the looseness. So when I get them up from the stretch, I go straight to the better foot steps forward, feel that hang time. Okay, Mm -hmm. and then when the leg is really soft, I say now, not like it has an anchor tied to it, but nice and easy, just take a little step forward. And they, they feel the lightness in their leg. I mean, they, these two ladies that I'm working with now, they, they definitely feel a lightness in their leg. And so we kind of have the this first series of steps after the stretch as step, hang. Right. Step, hang. Yeah, break but it down. it's amazing how much flexion can, at the knee and at the hip can come through once they have, once there's a little more length in the rectus and once they've mm-hmm. given up uh, the idea I think of having to go back and get their leg and and they just slow down. I mean, I think mm-hmm. these kind of patients hurry with everything because they're afraid of their leg. They don't yeah. know how to move it easily. It's and true. The, other, the, the other part of this problem, and I't don't, we don't we're not going to have time to talk about it tonight, but after they get their leg forward, then they're scared to be on it.. Well, too. And that's a whole other topic.
0: And it's interesting you say that because I was going to say that about the so called less affected limb. Because part of it I find also is that sometimes, ironically, they don't want to be forward on any of their legs. And so, as you talked about with that posterior rotation on the more involved limb, they often like mine, don't get forward far enough to true mid stance on their less involved limb. And so I like your idea of getting there and pausing and really finding that position where they can truly relax their more involved leg. Um, And I was gonna add that uh, circling back to one of the terms you used, hang, hang there, I find that using the stairs even has been super helpful where they find that hang, they find that relaxation and then have the sense of constraint where they can't kick forward with their rectus femoris. They must find a way in that hang to initiate the knee flexion first and get that feedback of kicking or catching their toe or successfully avoiding it.
1: Yeah, good idea. I'm I'm working with both my ladies. One of them on getting in her golf cart. The other one getting in her car. It's the, it's the same thing. They have to do is get that hang time, start the flexion, or you know you get a bad shin bruise, the right. golf cart or the, itch, or the <laughs> car. Yeah. So oh, it's it's great. We got to wrap this up. Ten minutes goes fast.
0: Well, wow, when you're talking about our clients and about rehabilitation, I think there's always so much to talk about, but not to worry. We can chat again in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, no problem. So in the meantime, what? That's the timer. <laughs> That's 10 minutes of listen and learn. And it's been great. So for anybody else who's listening, go out there and stretch out those, the rectus femoris on your patient with the stiff leg there. It's never going to break on its own. You have to teach them how to do it. Thanks, Jay.
0: Thanks, Kay. Talk to you in a couple of weeks.